From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Headphones. Are my headphones on? Yeah, they're working. Yay! Mine aren't here yet. Where are yours? Oh, yours are in Bill George's truck. Yeah. Ah, welcome in, everybody. Thank you so much for getting up early and joining us here at the uh, show. Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live in the studio here at the Beasley Broadcasting Castle. Again, lonely. Just us three in here. Bill George is on his way, I think. I don't know. Uh, JB's behind the glass. Naturally. Uh, I didn't get the phone call. Jonathan got the phone call bright and early this morning, I guess maybe because you're closer. Uh, it was very, it was emergency. Very, very fun with my whole situation. And as I said last week, it's very appreciated that everybody, and from my wife to you guys to everybody else with, all the stuff that I got going on and everything. With phone calls, everybody yeah, going, hey, yeah. hope you're doing all right. And I hope your toe heals. You there, know, that kind of thing. Sitting there. Uh, I'm sitting there this morning and trying to get my oatmeal that you made fun of me for eating this morning. For it breakfast looked delicious. Already. I'm not making fun of you. It just I thought that there'd be prime rib mixed in with it. That's all. Well, when you have a to cut back on proteins, you know. I understand. I understand. But I get uh, my phone rings and it says Bill George and I'm like. Okay, in your mind, you know that you get those phone calls from certain people, and in your mind, it's like you've already got three scenarios that just automatically pop up. Either A, he's hit something <laughs> yeah. from with four legs, sure, or some, you know, something's happened, or he's going to be late. So, well, unfortunately, he had a blowout. Usually, if you're getting a phone call from a, a Bill George type individual at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you're thinking you're either dragging something, skinning something, or pulling <laughs> needs, somebody out. He needs help with a gator, or a gator ripped his arm off, or he decided to go do a face plant in a cooler and is in the emergency room. And uh, you know, maybe he'll show. FYI, up, guys, I'm not going to be there. Uh, I, I've got some stitches, and uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to be there oh, right oh, now. Oh, so. oh. Yeah, I just got the alert update. too. So uh, <laughs> here's here's the update. Uh, let's He's see. on the way. On the way. So I guess he finally got a. Uh, Toyota rim to fit onto his Chevy uh, truck, so it's all good. You're dealing with Bill George here. Trust me. I'm. Uh, there's one thing I can say, and I can say this because we unfortunately have some of the same tendencies. We might be a little messy, but I can promise you, nine times out of ten, we have what we need in our vehicles at all times. To that's what I mean. <laughs> and uh, uh, Bill George is the kind of guy. The guy walks up and goes, "Man, I." All I got is I got this spare for a Toyota, but the holes aren't going to line up. Hold Hang on, on. I got a drill. I got a one-inch bit. Uh, we'll just we'll just drill some new holes in there. Fits. Let's go. And it'll be all done. Uh, but anyway, so Bill George is on his way. He's uh, rolling again. He had a, had a flat tire. Which, by the way, I'm going to rub in his face because I think for the past year, I, every time I walk out of the studio at the end of the I show, I go, dude, you got to get some... 
you know, get some new sneakers on that thing or what, man? Don't do it. Because, uh, you Don't know. Don't put that juju on yourself. I'm like, uh, you better be, things are getting awful slick. Don't, I'm telling you. What juju? I didn't do anything. I said, are you going to do that? It's just like. I, I was looking out for his well-being. I understand that, but that's just like everybody always, I always love the guy or the girl who's, I've never missed. I've never missed or anything in my life. And then what happens to them the next, very next time they step in the woods? But that's totally different. That's braggadocious. That's being saying. out there going, I've never missed a thing I've ever shot at. I'm just saying. Uh, hey, where's that buck? Man, you should see him. I winged off four rounds at him and I missed him every single time. The first time ever old Betsy let me down. <laughs> yeah, it's all the gun's fault. Kind of like the conversation we had yesterday. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> you know, I have learned during this pan panic-damic is that all the new gun owners uh, who have arrived on our shores from faraway lands. Welcome. You know, like Michigan and Ohio and California and wherever else they hail from when they move here. Maine, Massachusetts, New York. They seem to welcome have, to the state. Leave your voting preferences in the state you left, please. That, that Thank would you. be a, that would be a nice thing. But I, you know, they've they've become new firearms owners. Which hey, I I can congratulate you. Blah 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 blah. It's all good. But there are some things that you do need to know that I guess maybe your brother in law didn't tell you or somebody when they said you need to go get a gun or or whatever it is or you just felt the need to get one. There are certain things that you have to do to make sure that your firearm is working correctly and things like that. <clears throat> the first time you go and you try to load in a, let's say, a Hornady uh, defensive load, you know, something like a critical defense or something like that, and it jams up on you the first time you do it. It might be because you know, maybe you have never fired the gun before or there's a very different set of reasons why that could be possible. Well, it doesn't seem to jam when I use the range ammunition. I go, well, you know, it's it's a, it's a new gun, and it's round, and it goes up the ramp really nice and easy, and the critical defense has that little flat little nose on it, you know, with mm -hmm. a little rubber insert, and it's it's made to, you know, kind of go in there a little easier, so that should be... So how many times have you shot it, sir? Four. Well, I shot it like five or six times, and then I tried to load the other stuff, and it just didn't do very well. <clears throat> I mean. So I just kind of like. Well, and like yesterday said incident, when it was when I happened to drop by G5, to had to pick up something for a trailer. And I stood there, and I mean, and don't get me wrong, this is one reason why I say it to everybody, uh, and it kind of surprises people, and we have the same opinion with people like Steve Austin and other people that we know who are trained instructors. It's what I tell people, you know, the gun show one hour concealed carry course. Okay. That's great. But go and get some instruction on how, cause it's like you said with a handgun, it's, I mean, it, it can be as something as simple as just how you hold it. It's just like boat with us with bows at the shop. It cracks me up so many times. Guys will come in and will say, well, it's not doing this. The rest is this way. This is this way. I can take a bow out of their hands, pick it up, pull it back. Like shooting through paper is mm -hmm. one of the most 
like it, you're like David Copperfield to these people. Well, how do you shoot a bullet hole? And I can't shoot a bullet hole. I'm like, well, when you hold the bow like you're choking somebody that just cuts you off in traffic, it's not going <laughs> to work right. I you're mean, twerking it a little bit and get and, a little wiggle waggle on and, there. And, and, you know, well, and on top of the fact with bows and arrows, it's usually, and I'm having to relearn this myself because of obviously going down in poundage and everything, you know, when you have guys that should be pulling 55 pounds who are trying to pull 85, 80 pounds, yeah, you know, 90 pounds, and there's a hemorrhoid coming out somewhere every time they draw their bow back. Because, because they want to get it over 400 feet per it's, second. It's like, you know, dude, you're you're fighting up a hill already. So it's, <laughs> you're wasting your time. I remember those days. But but the thing is, is if, I, I know I'm preaching to the choir out there for the most part, but if you're a new firearms owner, uh, what Jonathan said is a thousand percent true. It, you must continue your education, Grasshopper. You know, just because you bought it doesn't mean no. it's going to work for you or save your life. You, you need to go through some situations. You need yeah. to uh, experience a jam. You need to experience uh, a dirty magazine or mm-hmm. a lint that is shoved behind round. the trigger uh, I mean. of a Glock. I mean, there's there's a million things that you need to experience and that's why most firearms the unwritten rule was you know 500 rounds to break in a firearm a thousand rounds before you trust your life to it well we follow i think we both follow him on facebook colin noir somebody i follow a lot and like his videos and everything else and he posted one the other day it's the same conversation we're having right now that you know welcome i'm happy i mean i'm i'm a person that is happy to see these people go out and buy firearms that preached to me for the last how many ever many years of how simple it is and how that's why there's so many mass shootings and why there's so many and then they think it's just like going and buying a hammer at Ace, you know, <laughs> well, and then, yeah, and, and then they true. go and try to buy it and they're <clears throat> like, well, I what do you mean I got to do this? What do you mean I got to do that? What do you? And it's like, ding 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 ding, you know. But and I'm happy that they're doing it and that they're seeing it. But like you said, it's also I like people to go out. I mean, my your kids, my kids, everybody else. It's amazing the people who have never shot before that you take them, just take them shooting, and they enjoy it. And then they see why, you know, now you see why when I love the people who say, why do you need an AR? Because I want one. <laughs> and you Because will too. I like shooting one. And you will too. <laughs> Once you get one, you will too. But uh, so – if you uh, have someone out there in your life who has uh, newly acquired a, a new friend uh, that uh, makes a lot of noise when you squeeze it, then uh, encourage them to go to the range as much as possible. I know that ammo is getting kind of scarce, but there are, you know, I mean, practice with snap caps. Practice, you know, there's other ways of doing drills and things like that in your own living room, <laughs> believe it or not. But uh, Date night. Yeah, date night or whatever. <laughs> Go offshore. I don't care if you're a fisherman. Go out there and shoot at buoys. All right, we're going to take a break. It is Big and Wild Outdoors. We are uh, brought to you by our good friends over at G5 Feeding Outdoors. They still got that big old sale going on, so go by and see them today. And our good friends over at Brandon Ford. I think Brooksy's over there today, so go in and stop in and say hi. We'll be back.
say hi. It's the big and wild. That, that's so, that song is so mellowy. Hey, what's <laughs> up, man? Uh, perfect time for this, man. It's awesome. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Jonathan here in the studio along with uh, Jackie Brown. She's in the hole. It's in the hole. She's on the other side of the glass. Diego, by the way, has abandoned us all, apparently. You know, Vince and I are going to have a little strict conversation. All of a sudden, I think he's used the show to uh, further his little uh, ad- his little adventures out there. because Is he cherry-picking our people? Dude! He, he grabbed Megan Bales, he grabbed Toby Benoit, he grabbed our producer and uh, loaded them all up and, you know, kiss our butts. We're headed down to the Everglades to go catch pythons. Well, he doesn't know it yet, but after the first of the year, there's going to be a big and wild comeback <laughs> family heritage outdoors, yeah. living the water life, blowout episode. Well, we'll see if he makes it back out of the Everglades. I did see one of the... Uh, did Instagram you see his camo pants? Was, was his camo pants post and all that? I was about to. He went over I that. Fell out of the chair. He went over that big old box store and bought himself a pair of redhead camos. I was like, okay. Now you've just gone too far, man. I mean, seriously. I mean, I got, hey. I, I got, I, I got a Chester drawers full of DK Flywoods. He got to come and borrow some pantalones from me, but. Um, mm. It's uh, one of those things where I was. I'm, I, I know they were headed down there. You might want to let him buy the pants because probably the first time he lays hands on one of them snakes, he might mess the pants. So. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I want them back. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Well, they that's... might have a new uh, camo pattern, depending on what restaurant they hit on the way down to the Everglades. <laughs> Stain age camo. <laughs> Stain age. We have the Latin version. We have the Italian oh, version. Gosh. <laughs> so anyway, they're down there right now, and the only person that was brave enough or survival enough to uh, <clears throat> to post anything, of course, is Megan, which we called and Bill George called and said the only person who's going to be diving around out there on the ground picking up those snakes is going to be Megan Males because she's that kind of girl. Uh, she's going to get out there, get it done, grab it, and not worry about it. And not be uh, afraid. And so uh, I, I saw her last night. Here I am. I'm waiting because I know. Well, I wouldn't there. say Toby's afraid. Toby just has a healthy respect. Yeah, I'm just saying that I've been waiting for all these great posts. Oh, we're headed down to the Everglades. All right, boys, here you know, hey, we're all going down there. It's gonna be great. And great. I, I, the only the only thing I'm seeing posted is uh, something from from Megan. That that's it. That's the only thing I got. So I was hoping that they would call in this morning and we would get an update, but then I got the feeling they're uh, probably all passed out. They're all passed out. <laughs> so. I ha- I have all ideas with the humidity and the weather the way it's been. They probably got in them pretty good, and yeah. Well, I know that she had one that was uh, pretty good. It was wrapped around her arm, wrapped around her neck, I guess, that she picked up last night. While they were out messing around, so they they obviously are they're on the move, but maybe we'll try to give him a call a little bit later on and see see how they're doing out there. I got you know he he got uh, Diego's going to be out there running a camera or something. I don't know. And then uh, now see Diego Diego would be the type of person I would see him getting into it. And he would dive into it. Once he gets started, yeah. you know, once he figures out the technique and figures out how to do it, it sure, why yeah. not? I mean, it's they're pythons, for heaven's sakes. It's oh, not I like it. The whole, but like I said still, the whole catching them live, I mean, I don't know. 
it's catching just, them live, you have to, man, because then they got to weigh them in, and you don't want the as, as Toby pointed out, you don't want the scales slipping and all that stuff. Yeah, that's a commodity; they yeah. want to keep it. Uh, but I don't know what the weather's going to be like down there. But up here, the uh, Big and Wild Fast Cast is looking like it's going to be uh, kind of a rainy day today, both today and tomorrow. So if you're going to go out and do some stuff out on the water, I'd say uh, do it pretty quick because it's going to be mostly sunny in the morning. Then, as always, partly cloudy in the afternoon, chance of showers. Uh, it's going to be hot. And uh, north winds about 5 miles an hour. Rain chance around 50%. Heat index, 105. I, I think I had a river coming out of my air conditioning unit yesterday. That's I right. literally could have like just put a spigot on it and had uh, just watered the whole lawn. That for somebody who's started his more outdoor activities now, mm-hmm. drink. A lot. Water is oh, what he's suggesting. A, a lot. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. When you wake up in the morning, grab a whole bottle of water and drink it. Yeah. If you plan on doing any outdoor act, hydrate before you walk out the door. Yeah. it's uh, It's been pretty brutal out there. That's that's not a Cause thing it's, to mess with. Well, but it's bad when you walk. We've talked about this before. You know it's hot for Floridians when you walk. Literally walk from your truck to the front door, and you look like you've yes, yes, ma'am. And you and you look well for me. But see, the problem is you're doing that for me. Like I can walk down the hallway and look like that, so it's okay. <laughs> but not now. That I lost fifty pounds, not so much. But you know, yeah. Well, but, you're getting there. That so, way, you won't sweat anymore. You'll just oh, no. be some skinny guy who just cuts right through the wind. I sweat worse. <laughs> yes, yeah. like cut right through the wind. It'd be like a knife. <laughs> All right, I'm a shadow. A shadow of your former self. Call me the Phantom. So anyway, get out there, do your thing, and uh, just be 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 careful. I, I watched my neighbor uh, mow the lawn. The new the new way of doing in our neighborhood is basically you go out and they do like a quarter of the lawn. Then you go sit in the garage, drink some water, cool off, do whatever, and then go back out about 20 minutes later. Do another quarter of the lawn and then uh, go in, sit down, relax. And so what normally took you, uh, you know, 30 minutes now turns into a uh, two-hour, uh, you know, uh, activity. Uh, Allie but calls it doing paperwork. Do the what? Allie calls it doing paperwork. What, what do you have to take a break and do get paperwork? Well, or? you know, you, you're like I am. We get up early. We're early risers anyways. So I like, get up and I do my stuff and I go outside and do some stuff outside and all that and about 9 30 10 o'clock 10 30 or whatever i usually come inside do my like you said do do our logistical stuff uh-huh. and all that and then you know of course nowadays with it being dark till what 8 30 9 o'clock at night about 6 5 36 o'clock you finally ease back out there and start working on stuff again yeah well you go back out in the afternoon finish her up that kind of thing uh, it's going to be uh, a hot one today, so get out there, go have some fun, do all that stuff. Are you basically all done with your uh, food plotty type stuff and all that oh God, kind I of stuff? Started. Oh, really? It's uh, well, it's never too late. It's so we've got. I had we did all the work down there. Well, I was actually down there yesterday uh, in Lake Wales, dropping some stuff off and get, continuing to get some stuff ready and everything else. And we. Uh, I've got some new spots. We've got the, I've got the one and dones out running in the new spots. Right. And I've got a few spots that uh, we're putting out some of the new products that I 
starting to do some work with Analogic's own. Good. Awesome. To see how it does, or is this a protein type thing, or is it a feeder feed friendly? Yes, it's very not, feeder friendly. It's not a dust; it's a pelletized type. Oh no, it's a super dust. Super dust. Yes, it will make huge deer. But now, wait a minute. How does the one and done spread super dust? Because it sticks adheres to the corn. Oh, it's mixed in with corn. Yes, and it coats the corn. Yes. Well, I'm going to have to learn more about that, sir. Yes, it is coming. Oh, <laughs> that was a lead-in. I've got a, it's, a lead-in for you. I'm, I'm teasing. To, I'm teasing. Talk. We're not there yet. It's I got to keep teasing a little, just a little bit. Of Trying time. to play some t-ball here. Got to put the ball on the tee. Go ahead, swing. <laughs> swing, Jonathan. Swing, my baby. So. <laughs> you can do it. Hit it, baby. But Home run! Not, no, let's just say that... Uh, we're obviously we've been selling analogics for a couple of years right. along with the one and dones and they've got some products and that I'm working on and Jonathan is tired of Central and South Florida and everybody saying that we ain't got no deer and we don't have genetics for this and we don't have this for that. Y'all and shooting dogs down there. We got so, dogs bigger than them ones we got in Florida. Yeah. And well, uh, in some places, yes, you are you are correct, sir. But I was, the reason why I was asking, because I know that uh, I've been seeing uh, Jay and a lot of other guys that are still working out there, getting their, trying to get their last-minute food plots in and all yes. that stuff. And I'm, I was like, well, it depends on what you're growing this time of year. You can still, it's, not too, it's never too late to catch up, you know, depending on what you're going to plant. Not to say that now would be a good time to plant ryegrass seed, which would not be good. But as you pointed out, ash nominee and others, the things that can spring up, oats, all that kind of stuff. That grows pretty quick. Well, get seasonal shift. And the seasonal shift. And then, of course, you know, as you're doing with your analytics and other things, analogics and other things, there's nothing wrong with supplements for Horn sure. Hornmax, anything. Hornmax. Anything any, helps them. Anything that gets them out there, especially in this heat, it, it does help out a lot. Yeah. Because this is a time where they actually lose a little more weight just from the heat. They yes. don't want to move. They don't want to do anything. It's horrible. It's miserable. All right, we're going to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Don't forget, big sale going on all the way through August 15th, the Life Outdoors Without Limits sale going on. We'll talk a little bit more about it when we get back. We're also brought to you by G5 and Brandon Ford, so stay around here. repetitious on those bongos Jonathan is uh, you're killing me it's the only tune he knows so that's all I can do on it welcome in everybody big and wild outdoors thank you so much for joining us this morning we appreciate you uh, getting up early and listening if you want to uh, give us a call about anything you know you're always welcome it's 888-404-1010 that's 888-404-1010 it's pretty easy has the number hasn't changed in like what fifty thousand years, so it's all good. Yeah. If you got any questions or comments or anything like that, we'd be more than happy to to uh, answer them. I know that I, 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 you know what? 
I just want to bring up something out of the blue that uh, I just encourage our listeners to do. Whenever you get in a fight with, uh, let's just say you get into a heated discussion on social media or anything like that. If you ever want to end the conversation quickly, all you have to say is... Facts. Oh, sorry. Facts don't work. (laughs) All you really have to do is just go on there and go, hey, you know what you ought to do? You ought to call the Big and Wild Outdoors this Saturday. And here's their number, 888-404-1010. I'm sure their listeners would love to hear what you There's have to say. There's two big dudes on there, and they just love to talk to people. I don't know how many times that has shut down a conversation that I've had on social media over the past five years. Hey, dude, seriously, we'd love to talk to you about this on the radio. Get it on there. Bring it on. I'm not getting on the radio. Maybe look like an idiot. Any more than you're doing to yourself right now uh, while you're, you're on social media. Fun, you, I mean, man. I mean uh, you know, it's all on you, but... Uh, for anybody out there who thinks they're not winning an argument, all you have to do is just invite them to call the show. Uh, G5 Feeding Outdoors is having their Life Outdoors Without Limits sale going on all the way through August 15th. <clears throat> so uh, you want to get out there and uh, peruse, check it out. Uh, they got a big old boatload of oh, boatload of Lowe's boats out there. Uh, they got John boats. That you do. They got boatloads of them out there. Is, uh, out there. So uh, they got the boats out there. Dude, I'm telling you, it took forever to get them because the factory was shut down, all that stuff from the C-19 and all mm-hmm. that other happier. They're American-made, so, of course, you know, Americans being and, American. And judging by the uh, ratings for baseball, basketball, and everything else, uh, people must be looking for something else to do. <laughs> Can you believe that, what was it, uh, Tucker Carlson's ratings beat the, what was it, the NBA game that kicked off? Oh, they're playing basketball? Uh, yeah. They are, but anyway. Uh, G5, Life Without Limits sale going on. I mean, if you're looking for a feeder, they got the uh, Boss Buck gravity feeders out there. They got the American Hunters, uh, the big spreaders out there, all that kind of stuff. Uh, They got the Muddy Blinds, the big ones out there that are the, you know, enclosure type ones. Uh, Got some stands if you want those. But also they got a lot of uh, motorsports out there. If you're looking for something where you don't get to walk around out in the woods all dang day, Maybe get yourself a nice little off-road go-kart or something like that. One of those golf carts that, you know, raised up and mm-hmm. nice and quiet. Sneak around. Sneak around. And if you're in the marine side of it, all their uh, little four-stroke kickers are all out there. Everything from a 3.5 horsepower all the way up to a 30 in the Mercury line. Garmin's out there. They got some firearms on sale. <clears throat> the American Predator, the 22 Carbine uh, 1022. Uh, Heritage, a little single shot, 22s out there, hats, accessories, hearing protection, targets, all that kind of stuff. And, of course, uh, the fishing department is also completely full. I should know. I had to take all those rods out there yesterday. So uh, there's plenty of stuff to get out there and go do and look, especially when the rain's coming. And they got plenty of stuff to cook it on, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Got them big green eggs out there. Got some of them smokers. It's all good. I like them fire discs. You know they've had that Cajun microwave out there for about two years, and mm-hmm. no one, no one's, no one's purchased it. I've looked at it, and, I, and I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, seriously, I'm hoping that uh, Bill gets frustrated with it and like puts it out on the floor and says, "You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and get this thing out of here." And what? That's you know, hundred bucks over cost. Let's just get it out of here. I'm waiting for that day. <laughs> Anything that can cook a rack of ribs or a giant brisket in like two hours, yeah, yeah, I gotta have that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I still don't understand why that thing's even there. 
prop. Did you look at it? You looked at it. Yeah, I looked at it when you when we did the. Oh gosh, when was it? Uh, the turkey deal. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about, but yeah. it's it's a lot of stuff like that is people just the understanding part of it. They're not used to seeing something that cooks that way. Well, it's completely sealed. I mean, yeah. it's like locks. Yeah. And, and it's just funny. They just call it the Cajun microwave. It's, the, it's <laughs> like they're not used to seeing the, the – everybody, when you hear the word smoker or cooker or whatever, every, everybody's already got their preset. Well, you can't put it in something like that, or it's going to taste like it was cooked in the oven. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, oh, you got to do it right. It's got to take at least eight hours. Yeah, you know, and it's, that that's not true because I've never had to cook one on a big green egg. Uh, your your, your brother would probably, as he was like to say, with his sous vide device, there are things now, <laughs> gentlemen and ladies, that they have come up with. You know, that's the reason they came up with these little things called convection ovens and things of that nature to they make work. production faster. <laughs> yeah, and it tastes delicious. <laughs> and it's yeah, I mean, it tastes uh, scrumptious. Uh, is that Bill? Somebody just sent me a text. I'm seeing if it's Bill George. As you've noticed, Bill George is not here because he had a a flat tire this morning. So, uh, but he's uh, coming. Uh, what is up? What is has a Gator Clinic today at twelve thirty? What is that? What? What? I don't know. Well, maybe if he was here, you could talk about it. <laughs> because we don't know anything about it. So, uh, you know, maybe you should uh, put the pedal no, to the metal. just do a tease out there. Put the pedal to the metal. Well, well, I guess we'll learn more about it when he gets here, mm -hmm. which would be nice. A little bit later on in the show, uh, my buddy uh, John Harris is going to call in and talk about an auction that he's got coming up uh, pretty soon. I gave uh, Jonathan a little preview of some of the items that they're going to be doing. Sad to say that it is another citrus company that's going the uh you know the way of the dodo because of the fact that the uh the greening took yes. effect over the entire uh i mean it was 300 acres no the land because trust me dude the first thing i said was <clears throat> so what's going to happen to the land uh 300 acres uh, and he goes dude you would not believe hey, it's just loaded out there there's turkeys and deer and i'm like yes yeah, so what were they looking for a lease again we're asking the question uh, is there a lease possibility nope county <laughs> took, county uh purchased the uh the land so of course yeah they'll hang on to it till they can't figure out anything to do with it and then some developer will end up with it you know like starkey ranch kind of thing but uh cb farms after uh 25 years in business they're going to be closing it but they have a a lot of equipment that they have to sell out there. And for somebody who does have a plot of land, Bill George, Jonathan Swindle. I'm looking. I'm anybody looking. Uh, out there who's looking for uh, all kinds of stuff, this auction. The thing about it is, is with the COVID-19 on there, that it's going to be like limited space. So, you know, you can't have, he said, normally an auction like this, there'd be 2,000 people out there. You know, milling around, looking at stuff, and and putting in bids and stuff, and they can't really do that. So, you know, you got to call them and and make sure that you want to get in on it. You got to let them know. Oh, I'm sure this will be a pre. Uh, you'll have to have a pre set credit limit and everything else for most of these. Well, I mean, there are some big ticket items on there. I mean, when it comes, you know, tractors Ooh, and nice basso, backhoes and all that other big stuff like that. Some pieces of equipment I have never even heard of before, but I guess they have to do with orange groves, and I don't work in orange groves, so I wouldn't know. This is like a redneck candy store. <laughs> well, you got two pages, double space all the way down through there, I mean, uh, of equipment on there. I mean, seriously, it's it's got everything from 
uh, leaf blowers to big giant brush hogs and all that. Anyway, <laughs> he's going to call in a little bit later on and give us a rundown on the whole thing. I've only seen about 15 things that I'd like to bid on right now. Well, well there you go. Let's see what his phone number is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're doing a show. Yeah, I, well, you know, I can wait. It's all, <laughs> we only got two more hours, so it's all good. Go you know, take your time. I can multitask. Keep talking. I know you can. <laughs> but uh, he's going to explain it more in detail a little bit later on. Uh, we'll probably call him in the 8 o'clock hour to make sure that uh, we're, we're not saying what we're not supposed to say or anything like that because... With the uh, C-19 going on and all that kind of stuff, it can't be like, you know, swing open the gates and just let the hordes run in and, uh, you know, do all that Have stuff. at it, boys. Because uh, apparently Sheriff's Department and all that other stuff will be there, you know, making sure that, you mm-hmm. know, there's not that many people there. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a real quick one. Don't worry about it. We'll be back. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford and our good friends over at G5 Feeding Outdoors. Go by a swing them night and day and we'll see you in just a minute. Hey, welcome in, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. It is a beautiful morning so far, but expect some showers a little bit later on. Just like it always is. Welcome to Florida. That's just the way it is. Just know that it's going to be raining somewhere, somehow, some way, somewhere. When you see the the flash, it's not a camera. Don't stop and smile. Don't pose. Yeah, you know. uh, Don't hold up anything long and metal. Don't get in the shower. I don't know if it's an old wives' tale or not, but uh, we've been told that all our lives. Growing up in Florida, you know, as soon as you hear boom off in the distance, it's raining, and you're like, I'm going to take a shower. No, you're not. Don't you get in that water, you'll get electrocuted. Exactly. Dead in a tub. Exactly. Walk in there and you'll be your naked body laying there dead in the tub. So, uh, yeah. I still to this day, man. If I hear. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to have to uh, be a little gross for a little while because I am not getting in the shower and dying in the tub. Uh, you heard the commercial while we were in break uh, Bone Valley, uh, Bone Valley ATV Park. Believe it or not, happy to announce that the uh, Serpent's Spine is now open. It's open for business. It's a motorcycle trail only. So uh, side-by-sides, four-by-fours, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I don't know if four-wheelers are going to be doing that stuff, but it says motorcycles only is on the little sign out there. But it is now officially open. If you've never been out to Bone Valley and you're looking for a place to take the kids and the family out for a great day of riding around on your ATV or four-by-four or side-by-side or whatever it is you want to call it, uh, it's a great place to go to. If you don't know what it is or have never been there, it is really, it's run by the Parks Department, basically. So this is not just some willy-nilly, crazy, you know, run around, you know. Hey, let's just put a four-wheeler track in the backyard. Exactly. I mean, this is, uh, it's groomed, it's taken care of. There's a rinse-off station, there's showers, there's restrooms, there's uh, covered pavilion, so if you want to get out there and barbecue and all that kind of stuff. Hey, you I had mean, some of the people at rinse-off stations. I mean, that might be the only bath they get all week. <laughs> yeah, maybe, possibly. I don't you know. laugh. I'm telling you, you laugh. I mean, it could happen, but if you have never checked it out, you really... Here. I know there are other places around here that you can go to to do that kind of stuff, but 
Uh, as for cleanliness and niceness and uh, run by some extremely good people, Derek Harp and his crew out there, they do an exceptional job uh, because it's run by the county. Yes. It's like a park. So, uh, you know, they're not going to have people out there doing crazy things and, you know, setting bonfires and, uh, you know, sitting around, uh, you know, drinking a bunch of barley pop and doing crazy things, you know, that kind of stuff. It's very family friendly and uh, they encourage everybody to go out there and ride around. Um, safety first and yes. all that. I know that uh, I, I remember the first time I ever walked out there and I saw that little corral up there on the top of the hill. And I was like, "What? what is that, like a kid's riding area or something up there? And he said, no, that's a helicopter pad. I was like, Hel- helicopter pad? And he said, well, if something happens out here, if something really bad happens, we, gotta get we, you. we can medevac you right out here. I was like, dude, they thought everything. Seriously, that's awesome that they uh, that they would do that so that they're thinking ahead. You know, they got to make sure that you're going to be out there and have a great time. But if you're a motorcycle rider, you want to get out and have a nice little time out there. Uh, the Serpent's Spine is now open for business. It's a new uh, open track. It's a motorcycle trail, so they invite you to come on out and test out your skills. But the other good thing about Bone Valley is that they're looking to expand always you know, they're surrounded out there uh, in that Bartow area with uh, all the old phosphate pits. Yes. And you really can't do anything with those things. You can't build houses on them. You can't, the ground's all been disrupted and dug up and all that stuff. So it's not settled and, you know, there's no stable uh, place to build, you know, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of homes. So, um, you know, they uh, turn it into places where you can go ride, which is great. Which is what they should do. Which is what they should do. Is there someone on the phone? Where's the phone thing? Uh, yes, sir. But do should we should we just push the button and see what happens? Because mm, Jackie, I think, is letting in Bill. Yes. I think Bill's done. Let's just just go for it. Good morning, Big and Wild. Big and Wild. Hello. Hello. Are you there? I, 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 I don't know. Uh, go back on. We'll have to see. <laughs> We'll maybe maybe they the, weren't supposed to be talking to us. I don't know. We'll have to wait till the boss gets back. I know. See what she thinks about it. Uh, but uh, anyway. Holy uh, crap. Oh, no. You own a pair of shorts? Hey, yeah. Look at there, man. Look at that. Where are you going to you gonna go do some swimming later on? What's, what's the deal on it? Wait, we got to turn, turn this mic on there. We tried to answer the phone and we nobody could hear us or anything like that. So we might be going through the same problems that we went through last week. I don't. I don't know. What do you mean? No. Was that you calling in? That your mic's on. You can talk now. Hi. Hi how are you? Hey. 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 Well, well welcome. We, we're glad you made it. <laughs> Not as glad as I am. <laughs> so what'd you do? Run the last half a mile? With their Magnum, come on, man. What's the deal? <sighs> if, right? it, if it could go wrong, it went wrong. If it could go right, it was right. Wait a minute. Are you sitting there trying to tell me that you have a pair of pantyhose on the front of your engine running your fan belt? No, no, no. So then it's not that bad. Okay, that's not even the worst one I've ever heard. What are you talking about? You didn't know you could do that? Yeah, no, I know you could do that, but I'm just saying that's not the worst one that no. I've heard before. Let's just say the, the truck came down off the jack twice. Oh, that makes it fun, <laughs> especially when you're uh, got your legs underneath the tire or something, trying no, to put no, it on there. No, no, it, it waited until I had 
just pulled off the old tire, and right before I put on the new one, well, that's because your time ran out. You know, your pit stops are not supposed to go over like 10 seconds, man. Here, 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 here. And as soon as you're, if you ain't ready, man, they drop that jack, you got to go. <laughs> you got to be ready, bro. Otherwise, you're going to just be uh, sitting and, there on the side. And you know road. how much fun I've been made of before in the past when I went and bought an electric impact just for that reason? So you could beat the jack? No, just for that. But like what you just said right there as far as changing the tires and stuff like that, when they came out with the battery-powered impact wrenches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My son uses those. Oh, yes. He has a scissor jack that has one of the nuts on it, so he can turn around, put that scissor jack up underneath somebody's car, you hit that thing with the impact, zoom. Well, that's it. the trailer buddies. That, remember yep. I told you about those? Those are the, that's, does Bill have those? I don't know. They need to, like, seriously, if they don't. The trailer buddy, that's the one where you drive it up on there. and You have multiple axles tire. where you can pull up yeah. with the good tire. and that, Oh, man. It does make a big oh, difference. Oh, man. Yeah. So, well, you made it. You're okay. You're I all right. made it. I'm okay. Did you have a spare in the truck, or uh, did you have to go find one somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I did, but it was flat. Oh, sure. Why not? But I had a pump. Did, oh, well, were you listen, listening? I course. had everything I needed. Well, I, I had you back this morning. I was talking. Yeah. Wait. No. Wait a minute. Was this the tire that's underneath? It's. Uh, is it? Yes. Uh, is yours underneath your car it is. or chassis? It is. Yeah. That thing's. A, I don't I, know who invented that. I started out the very first thing, the the uh, key to get into the let the truck tire down. Yes. Didn't work. Of course not. It's like It's like okay. This is the first time on this vehicle I go to use it. It didn't want to work. Finally. While I was talking to Jonathan after I knew he was on his way, then I could turn around and continue to fiddle with it. Got that key off, got the tire down, went to take the tire off of the little cable. They changed the design. It used to be you just let the slid it through, slid it right through. Yeah. Now you have to push some pin, drop a piece through, then bring the other piece up, turn it to the side, then bring the whole thing. It's a pain. You want me to say what my grandfather said to me one time? It almost had a pair of cable cutters on. The the part he would like as the stuff like that. I always used to love it when both of them would actually say this. They want to find the person that would steal the tires and stuff like that, and hit them in the head. Because then they had to come up with a lock or something like that so nobody could take your tire off your, you know, off your vehicle. Well, if you needed one, you should have let me know. I didn't know because my tire, my spare tire has been underneath my truck since uh, 2004. It wouldn't even fit it. (laughs) The standard tire for my truck has been underneath there rattling around since 2004. Yeah. So I'm sure it's probably still good. Yeah. I don't know if there's any It's probably flat like mine was. Well, you know what? At least it's, it's new. So it, it's, treads good. The treads will be really good. All right, break of the hour. Here we go. Uh, hour number two is coming up. We're going to talk to Bill George a little more about it. apparently some gator thing that's happening today. So we'll find out about that when we come back.